0: The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Produced with podcasting gear from TASCAM. Trust your audio to TASCAM. Sound thinking. to save 15% off your first order at Toy.com. Crisis for the geek kind. Top geek officials admit they underestimated the hipster's defense capability. Join the revolution and save the galaxy. Geeks from all over the globe are joining up to fight for the future. They're doing their part. Are you... Welcome to another episode of Weeby Geeks. It is the dashing duo, Derek and myself, Mike. How's it going, Derek? I thought about you today. We were watching... uh yeah. Guy Fieri's uh, Dine-Ins, Drivers, and Dives, and they had uh, the was it the A1 diner there in Gardner. Yeah, it's whatever one's in the old dining car. So I was gonna I was gonna ask maybe talk about it, but I want, but I'll save it for another show to see if you've actually been there or not, which I'm sure you have. But more important things, you want to take us back 35 years, maybe a little further. Um, remember small little project called uh gi joe uh let me ask this question does this voice sound familiar all right that just gave me chills that voice you just heard uh is the voice is flint from gi joe but the man behind that voice is a gentleman by the name of bill ratner how you doing sir (laughs) okay so um actually before we get into gi joe uh, I want to talk a little bit first about uh, the memoir you have coming up. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I remember that? <laughs> wow, that's weird. Well, I I will say uh, my real job. I'm an audio engineer. Uh, I, I work at uh, a Walt Disney World here in Orlando. And so, hearing your voice and just hearing the the, the richness of, of your low mids and, and upper lows are, I think, is what draws people to your voice. For TV to be that type of narrator because you, you've almost got that subtleness to just lay right underneath the action to be that descriptive, and, but still be effective of keeping people on the edge of their seat going, Okay, I need to keep watching. I need to keep watching. Yeah, you draw people in so, so well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I, I think you could. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. It, it, it's like uh when mixing a band every every voice even uh being an instrument has this has its place has its own pocket in the mix uh, that's what makes everything so great and i think that's what made uh gi Joe so great is w- the the range and voices um with the different characters wow <laughs> right yeah i think for me with G.I. Joe, um, I can't speak for Derek, but for me, yes, I I knew um, a bit of military background because I, I lived near so many different military bases growing up. And when G.I. Joe was coming out, uh, where was I? I think I was in Oklahoma. That was what? No, I'm, I'm older than that. Um, 83. Yeah, we were, we were in um, Durant. Oklahoma, getting ready to move up to edmond oklahoma at the time so i just having been there all the, you know a bunch of different bases i thought it was cool that the joe team had their own look they weren't a standard oh everyone's in fatigues Yeah, you know, the the main message specialists had their own had their own look yeah oh wow right yep yeah oh no oh wow oh wow right yeah now isn't the film or has the hasn't the film i don't remember which but at, at, at this point with the, the show it doesn't matter because it depends on when people are listening to it hopefully they're listening to it right now as it's been released um but if it's been a, f- a month or two since we released this episode you know and people are catching up didn't fathom events we do a special event with it for the 35th anniversary this year okay right oh wow <laughs> Yep, that's right. that's right. I. Yep. <laughs> but it worked with Optimus Prime. Oh, I know it didn't. Yep. Yep. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. Uh, I do a Marvel podcast as well and um i say who's editor at the time that gi joe and transformers came out was uh tom defalco and he was telling us a little bit about because you know, we talked about you know, gi joe and transformers and, and larry hama and um and, uh, how was that adventure doing a project that was being done to just mainly promote toys uh-huh. yep, yep. And i want to say too larry did all the uh artwork for for the merchandise as well so when you were talking about casting you said there were 100 150 people lined up sneaking around how how did that process go back in the day um or how did you get tipped about the project uh, I, I remember I remember having having some along with uh the Migo figures oh wow yep <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right well, it seemed like, too, whenever a new character appeared on it in the episode, or in their first episode, a week or two later, there's the action figure that went with it. So, looking back at it now, it's like, oh, okay, let's, let's build up the hype. And, oh, wow. Seeing that, that goes back to the ending of every episode, knowing it's half the battle. <laughs> as long as we don't do a compare and contrast, uh, Dostoevsky's um, Prime and punishment to Macbeth, we're okay. <laughs> no. Right. Yeah. Wow. I, I'm looking on IMDB and, uh, the first name I really recognize is Jerry Conway, which I want to say he, he did comics as well. Uh, Steve Gerber. It's another name I recognize. Um, I don't know about Steve as a comic book writer. It's a name I recognize. Um, but then I'm going through the list. Uh Paul Dini who I know from the DC animated stuff. Uh Dini, Paul Dini I want to say was involved in Batman the Anime series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh another name, uh, because the list was alphabetical. Last name on the list, Derek. One of my favorite comic book writers ever. Of course, his partner just passed away a few months ago. Uh, who was his artist anchor? Marv Wolfman. Marv did one episode. Uh, for me, I read well, um... Marv Wolfman and George Perez's um, Teen Titans, when they brought back Teen Titans in the '80s, comic books. Yeah, um, I, Marv may have done some. Uh, obviously, he did one episode of in '96 or in '86 of uh, GI Joe. So, so he he was a writer. But the fact that you know this was someone who, this was during the time period I was moving around a lot, that I was reading his book specifically, uh, one of his titles specifically, and probably one of his biggest titles at the time um that that makes an impression on me that okay yes i love gi joe the animated series as it is you know an american hero series now knowing he was involved for an episode puts a little bit more sentiment behind this why i might have liked the series even more i'm curious to know what episode i'm curious to know what episode he he wrote yeah I i believe all the all the characters I think what I, I I think that was one of the things that drew me to both G i Joe and Transformers as well was it had a comic book. I mean it had a comic book vibe to the show. and then when the comic came out, the comic at the time looked very much like the like the series. So I mean, it was. That comparison it's like, okay, so now I'm seeing a live-action comic, well, an animated comic book on TV, and I actually get to hear the voices. So when I read the comic, I see Flint, I hear Bill. I see Snake Eyes, I hear, oh no one. <laughs> I see Shipwreck in the book, I hear I hear Neil. Yes. See, that, that was one of the things that got me with uh, um, Sucker Punch. I'm like, oh, this is cool. I have a comic book-esque film, and then come find out, oh, it was based on a graphic novel. Like, okay. Sort of like, was sort of like my dad when uh, when I started getting into baseball cards, and we went to a baseball card show and uh, or sports card show, and I'm looking at different baseball cards, and, and my dad happens to go looking uh, from when he was a kid at some of the old cars and it's like, huh, I wonder why I can't find a Roger Maris card. And the dealer goes, "How much money you got? I got one right here behind the the, the table." I see it. He looks and goes, "Wow, uh, how much you want for it?" Guy told him the price. <laughs> my dad's like yeah, no, I'll, I'll pass today. And I come find out later how much card was worth. And, uh, I'm like dad, did you have any? He goes, yeah. I'm like, well, how many Maris rookie cards did you have? He goes, oh, I probably had 10, 12, 20. Like, uh, are they at grandma's? He goes, no. I'm like, what do you mean? No. He goes, we were kids. We took clothespins, attached them to the spokes on our bikes and rode around with them. I'm like, oh, okay, dad. <laughs> I'm like, as my dad's telling me the story after he us yeah i re- i realize how much money it is now but we didn't know back then so did so i guess speaking of which did you know uh obviously a little bit because you didn't said you didn't buy any hasbro stock but w- were you expecting gi joe 35 years later to still have the, the mass appeal that it, it did back then or right. yep wow <laughs> Sure. Now, speaking of Hasbro, they have recently, uh, last couple of years, reintroduced G.I. Joe figures in, in the six inch scale. Oh, well, I, there, there's the answer to that question. I was going to say, have, have they sent you one yet? Because they did make one for Flint. I, I think so. Well, uh, the second G.I. Joe movie, Um Retaliation, Eric? What did you think of the portrayal of Flint in that film? Yeah. I, I will say I, I enjoyed the second one a bit more because they were looking a little bit more like what we remembered or what I remembered as kids in the comics or in, in the TV show. Whereas the first one, the first one is like everyone looks the same. It's the same outfit. It was like, where's the personality? Where's the of course, everyone thought too that we did see Flint in the first one, played by Brendan Fraser. Come to find out. Oh, no, um, a little bit, um, but but not not as big as Lady J. <laughs> more, I think more people were excited for Lady J, uh, which I had no problems with Lady J. It was uh, Adrian Polacki who who's currently in the Orville with uh, Seth Farland. Uh, my only, my only issue with her was the hair was too long. I always, you know, Lady J has shorter hair, but you know she had the longer she had the longer hair. But, but no, I I'm looking at yes, uh, Bobby Morris. Uh I'm looking on Hasbro's Hasbro Pulse website, and there's the GI Joe Classified Series Flint action figure, and, and I'll say I'll say this, Bill, you got one up on Neil. There has there has not been a shipwreck figure yet. <laughs> <A> wow. <while. laughs> Did you have a favorite episode or or story arc in the series? A <laughs> hey, fan fiction's out there. Some. Well, it, there 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 was there was even when I was watching the show, and of course I'm a just becoming a teenager at that time. I mean, you could you could tell there was something between Lady J and Flint. And <laughs> we we could go after dark. <laughs> um, I'm looking through other. Uh, list and I realized to my surprise because I did not realize he was in the show and I know him more from Turtles and and Animaniacs, but Rob Paulson was also in who we've had on the show was also in uh uh this says snow job, tripwire, and no flash. So um looking back At the merchandise, aside from your character Flint, was there a a favorite vehicle that you liked that you you would have wanted associated with Flint? (laughs) What what was there a favorite vehicle that you wanted to see your your action figure? Sounds like Midtown, Midtown Comics, Midtown Comics maybe. Yep, yep, yeah. Sounds like maybe Midtown. Yeah. Wow. And, and now it's all coming back around and everything is making, making the comeback. <laughs> I remember uh, when I would have to do uh, morning feedings with my daughter. Um, yeah, early morning feedings. Uh, I would throw on the, the Hasbro channel and watch G.I. Joe in the morning because I'm giving her a bottle. It, it works just the same way. It, it's the voices that I. I, I it's see, I, I'd almost love to do that to the to the first fifty two episodes. Just take the audio track and, and, and make it a like a, a radio show. and Just listen to it in the car. I, I would I would love it. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, and, and technology didn't catch, wasn't around like it is now. Could you imagine what GI Joe, American hero, a real American hero, would be like with today's technology? With, with the original cast, it'd be amazing. Yeah. But for for me. I, th- I think it still holds up it, it, it really does uh, And as a great yeah Well, I, I th- well we, we don't want you we don't want you to be a starving actor uh, <laughs> well thank you Bill for joining us this has been great no no love the story love the stories absolutely love the stories well th- thank you for for joining us and uh, and I'm going to say uh, hopefully because I know we don't want to know more but hopefully you guys don't want to know more either <laughs>